Hello, it's Karen Hollenbach, and today I'd like to talk to you about this idea of thought leadership and becoming a thought leader on LinkedIn. And this idea of thought leadership on LinkedIn is one I'm increasingly asked about. And I feel on the one hand, people understand the value of thought leadership. On the other hand, there's some cynicism around the idea of thought leadership. So if you are wanting to learn how to become a thought leader on LinkedIn by leveraging many of the free LinkedIn profile and publishing features, I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. Let's start by clarifying my definition of a thought leader. So when I talk about being a thought leader on LinkedIn, I am referring to the importance of having an opinion on predetermined topics and sharing useful information with your LinkedIn community. Now, that point about predetermined topics is a really important one in the context of your LinkedIn profile strategy. So if you've listened to any of my previous podcast episodes, you'll understand I do really labour the importance of having a strategy and that's because your time is precious and you need to have a strong sense of what you're trying to achieve when you spend time on LinkedIn. Otherwise, I, I do believe it can be a bit of a waste of time. Importantly, you do not have to be an academic or writer to be a thought leader on LinkedIn. You also don't have to embrace this idea of posting all the time or sharing humble brags or putting yourself out there in a way that feels uncomfortable. I think the key to thought leadership and being effective and successful on LinkedIn is doing it on your terms. And so I'm so glad you're listening. If you, if you have a, a tentativeness around this concept, I think today's insights from a LinkedIn marketing point of view will be helpful for you as you consider how you improve the way you navigate thought leadership on LinkedIn or you begin to navigate thought leadership on LinkedIn. There are many free features available via your LinkedIn profile to help you raise awareness for the issues you advocate for. And if you believe, like I do, that LinkedIn is more like a professional networking platform and less like social media, that might be good news for you because a lot of people who want to have more serious conversations say to me, I'm not really a social media person. And so in many ways, I think that's good news because I think behaviours on LinkedIn, especially in the context of thought leadership, can be a little bit different to maybe this idea of, I think people get confused and think, am I trying to be an influencer? No, I think that's social media territory, not LinkedIn. Being active on LinkedIn as a thought leader means being part of a community where you can lead and contribute to conversations in your areas of expertise. So yes, thought leadership is about the content you create. We can't ignore that. If you're moving into thought leadership territory, you do need to create original content. But it's also about the content you repost and comment on. And so as a LinkedIn member, it's that understanding that you are part of a professional community and will be most effective when you contribute to conversations as well as share your own perspective. 
what do others say about thought leadership? I'm always interested in seeing the latest LinkedIn Edelman B2B thought leadership impact report. It describes thought leadership as content that is made available for free and shares insightful and unique perspectives in your field of expertise to help solve customer problems. I really like that definition. So Edelman identifies thought leadership as one of the most effective tools an organisation can use to demonstrate its value to customers during a tough economy. And that's where most of us are finding ourselves at the moment. The idea of thought leadership, whether it's an organisational focus and you're a leader of your organisation, whether you own that organisation or whether you represent that organisation, what we're effectively trying to do in a commercial sense is reduce risk in the decision makers buying process to say, okay, this organisation is run by people who have a point of view, they have strong values, they're contributing actively, they, I can see their perspective, I can see their insights and they're aligned to the things that I believe in and the difference our organisation or I'm trying to make in the world. And so the good news is that cultivating your personal brand on LinkedIn has personal benefits. So in this way, establishing your thought leadership online helps you be clearer about the impact you want to have on others and the difference you want to make for your community and, dare I say, the world. And so high-performing thought leadership strikes a balance between being authoritative and thought-provoking while also having a humanness or being human in tone. And people like to talk about this idea of vulnerability. I, that's not what I'm talking about. It's this sense of tapping into what is real in relation to the conversations that are happening right now and the issues that are being faced right now in your areas of expertise for your community and being real about that, sensitive, empathetic, are words that I prefer much more over authentic and vulnerable. What I'd like to do now is dive into how to optimise your LinkedIn profile for thought leadership. I often talk about this idea of tending to your LinkedIn garden and your LinkedIn garden is your LinkedIn profile and there's some really specific elements of your LinkedIn profile that lend themselves really well to this idea of thought leadership. So I'm going to talk about optimization generally, but then also optimization specifically for thought leadership. As a thought leader on LinkedIn, you can highlight topics you focus on via your LinkedIn profile. So when you activate creator mode, which is currently a free feature via your LinkedIn profile, you can choose up to five topics, which will then appear as hashtags in reference to what you talk about on LinkedIn. And those hashtags will appear in your intro card at the top of your LinkedIn profile. When you post or repost content, you can use these hashtags at the end of your updates. And so there's that consistency that if people have searched a particular hashtag, found your posts or found you, it's letting people know by following me, you can expect to hear these sorts of insights or these are the areas in which I will commentate or share my perspective. The idea of choosing topics, hashtags and collaborative articles may feel really overwhelming. Like, what are you talking about, Karen? I just, I haven't even, my profile photo is 10 years old or I haven't, I've got two profiles, one of them's duplicate. So you need to clean all that up first. So 
there's a list that I think you need to look at that's really important to optimise or fill in different parts of your LinkedIn profile. And remember, an optimised LinkedIn profile showcases a more complete story and helps you leverage the free thought leadership features that are available, which I'm talking about today. I really want you to make sure your LinkedIn profile is optimised though before you do that. And I'll put a link to my professional profile checklist in the show notes to make sure that you can check off some of these key areas. A really interesting element being offered on LinkedIn profiles is this idea of the community top voice badge. Now, this is different to the traditional LinkedIn top voice. You can earn a community top voice badge in your areas of expertise. How you gain these community top voice badges is that you review and then comment on LinkedIn's collaborative articles, which are AI generated. Uh, and you, you review the ones in your areas of expertise. And you can also ensure that the skills listed in your LinkedIn profile map really align to your focus. So it's taking your thought leadership right through from the way you write your profile and focusing on the AI generated collaborative article talk topics that are consistent with your areas of expertise. Now, at different points in time, I have earned thought leadership community top voice badge, small business community top voice badge, and executive coaching top voice badge. And that's because I consistently and regularly contributed my point of view to these AI generated articles. So the alignment of skills to the topics you comment on also assists with collaborative articles and it's a key way to earn a community top voice badge by having that alignment and then contributing regularly. You can also identify your expertise by nominating the main skills. So again, up to five in the about section of your LinkedIn profile. Now there is an interlink between the skills you already have listed in the bottom of your profile in the sort of the previous and it's still there main section of where your skills are. You now also have this option to nominate these five skills. So take the time to look at that in the context of thought leadership and what are the topics I want to weigh in on, have a perspective, have a point of view about in relation to my goals, so there might be your professional goals in the context of elevating your career. That's if you are, say, climbing a corporate ladder or really wanting to expand the opportunities for yourself within your career or within your industry. And they can also be in the, important in the context of if you lead or run a business and you're really wanting to be seen as the go-to in a particular area of expertise. So they can serve both scenarios, thought leadership, There are many sections you can display on your profile. So the name ones are your profile photo, your background image, your headline, the link in your intro card, whether you have creator mode or LinkedIn premium, the featured section of your LinkedIn profile, your current position, make sure it's accurate and aligned to the organisation you're working with, your education, your location, your industry, your contact information, your about section, your experience, your education, 
recommendations, really powerful way to have others endorse you beyond just endorsing your skills. Certifications, honours and awards, organisations, skills and endorsements and volunteer experience. So that's most of the areas of your LinkedIn profile. I want you to have a really good look at and make sure are these representative of the story I am focusing on in the context of the conversations I'm keen to get into on LinkedIn as a result of my focus on thought leadership. And I want you to look at creative mode. This is a free feature you activate via your LinkedIn profile resources section that enables you to unlock the additional suite of features for your LinkedIn profile that I believe are quite specific to thought leadership. Now, this requires a strategy, as does being a thought leader. We're imagining now that you've decided your topic focus, you've activated creator mode, you've had a good look at your LinkedIn profile and made sure that it accurately represents your focus for LinkedIn, especially in the context of thought leadership. So you're ready. So the LinkedIn profile can be leveraged as your 24-7 online ambassador. You've done that work, you've optimised your profile, you've thought about your focus. Your LinkedIn profile is a professional landing page for you to manage your own personal brand. It's a great way for you to let people know who you are, what you do, and how you can help by showcasing the relevant components of your professional experiences and achievements. So you are now ready to get maximum value from LinkedIn. And that means committing to this platform as your first choice when you open your phone or look at your desktop each day. Why? Because showing up consistently and liking, commenting and posting, evaluating content is part of being a thought leader on LinkedIn. The behaviours are different to those expected of you on more social platforms. It's less about being a prolific content creator, although there is a requirement from a thought leadership perspective that you do decide on cornerstone content and show up regularly with your point of view. And so it's also more about being a community leader and strategic content curator. So engaging in the content of others and contributing thoughtfully and intelligently. Depending on where you are in your LinkedIn journey and if you're confirming your thought leadership focus by listening to this podcast or beginning to research and decide your approach, this step, curating your LinkedIn newsfeed and staying informed with your LinkedIn newsfeed or home feed, some like to call it, is a really powerful step for you to get relevant updates from your network, companies and interests that you are intentionally following. And so customising your LinkedIn newsfeed improves your LinkedIn user experience to ensure you're engaging with conversations that matter to you. And unfortunately, you can't influence the promoted posts in your newsfeed, but you can give LinkedIn an idea if they're relevant or not. So to take control of your LinkedIn newsfeed, I've put a link in the show notes to my um, blog that sort of details exactly how to do this. There's a number of different ways you can clean up your newsfeed. So you can do it as you go. Cleaning up your LinkedIn newsfeed in this way enables you to do research about what other people are posting and what the conversations are on LinkedIn in your area of interest and expertise. It also means that when relevant people or organisations post content, 
you're putting yourself in a stronger position to have that appear in your newsfeed or via your notification so that you can weigh in on or commentate on the topic or repost with your point of view. So it's really important to go through the process of following, unfollowing or muting people in companies, sorting your updates. And also have a look at your communication settings because LinkedIn is a prolific over-communicator. So it has about three different ways that it wants to communicate. So as a thought leader, you then need to think about both the sharing and reposting of updates from your LinkedIn profile. So sharing a post from an authoritative source is a great way to establish your thought leadership by demonstrating you're part of a bigger conversation and having a perspective to add. But you probably can't do this on its own. You also need to create original content and you have a number of different ways that you can do that. So you can create a commentary with a, a point of view with an attached PDF document that could form some sort of report. Um, we see Richard van der Blom do that incredibly well with the LinkedIn algorithm updates you might uh, be wanting to keep people informed about the absolute latest trends or changes in your industry news. And we see Kevin D. Turner do that really well within the LinkedIn community. And I'll put links to both of these people in the show notes. And so what you need to think about is what's my preference in terms of the types of content I like to share. So for my thought leadership in the context of inspiration and insights around LinkedIn and LinkedIn marketing, I share a monthly newsletter from my LinkedIn profile using the LinkedIn newsletter feature, which, which I can access predominantly through creator mode. You're able to access the newsletter feature, although I have heard of examples where you haven't had to activate creator mode. So you can have those PDF guides or reports. You might like to run a poll once a quarter or once a month and then report on what your community have shared around a particular topic. Video might be more your thing. So you could create your own video or repurpose offline video that you've created somewhere else. Maybe you've run a webinar. You might choose to run a regular LinkedIn Live. Over the last 12 months, I have done two LinkedIn Lives in my area of expertise. I know other people that do interviews every week or every month in their area of expertise. And you can also look at LinkedIn audio events consistently and regularly in your area of expertise. And I do really want to stress at this point, it doesn't have to be turning up every single day. I publish a LinkedIn newsletter monthly, and then I spend time on LinkedIn across the, across the week reposting or commenting on other people's posts. Deciding what is your preferred mode of content will have a lot to do with your capacity. How much time have you got to prepare this? What you might already be creating elsewhere. So I'm thinking of someone who might have a strong email marketing campaign that they're already sending to a database. You could repurpose that as the LinkedIn uh, newsletter or as a LinkedIn article, I would always be encouraging the LinkedIn newsletter because you can build subscribers and a following in that way. So there's a variety of different options for you. And that's why that previous research step is really important. It's as much about understanding what other people are saying about a particular topic or how they're weighing in on it, as it is about you deciding and reviewing the types of content that you feel comfortable with. Because 
thought leadership is built over time. It's one point in time that makes you become a thought leader. It's you contributing. So if you've activated creator mode, I recommend you share con content consistent with the five hashtags you commentate on. And in this mode, you also have the option to publish the regular newsletter, uh, go for LinkedIn Live, create some audio events and commentate on lead a conversation, interview people in your areas of expertise. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. If you'd like to learn more about how to leverage LinkedIn, I'd love to be your guide. Sign up to my e-insights, my monthly newsletter that's packed with LinkedIn tips, thought starters and exclusive subscriber offers. If you're just starting out on your LinkedIn journey, I'm so glad you've found me and I recommend you check out my LinkedIn Profile Essentials online course. If you want to be the go-to for your organization's LinkedIn presence, I recommend you check out my LinkedIn Marketing Mentoring Program. Thank you.